Welcome to Crew. This crew is all about gangbangs or whatever you want to call them, cum dumps, breeding parties, whatever words you have for it. You can look forward to all the usual stories and nerdy bits, of course. Be sure to check the show notes later for what we've all been reading. Joined in the Berlin studio by the resplendent Misty Malinga, and Effie and Elle are both in London today, where I believe it's been popping off. <laughs> but to kick things off on the gangbang, on the subject, a subject that I know very little about, because I don't think I've ever been to a gangbang, or at least how most people would imagine what a gangbang is. My association with the word is probably very negative. It's probably, when I hear it, it's usually seeing it in certain types of porn or in certain situations, which for me, I just, I'm not that interested in, or don't know, like, is it okay to be into gangbangs, or what are your guys' experience of it? I fucking hope so. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> gangbangs are like my favorite thing to be in, to organize. I just really, really love gangbangs. I'm all about gangbangs. I've organized some for Effie. I try to have a gangbang a month for my mental health. Um, I just find that I'm more even, less anxious, less hyperactive when I just get banged regularly. So would you say gangbang is your happy place? Yeah, oh. definitely. Um, and so there's actually no way to get ganged sorry, banged in in a way that you are being banged with the gangbang. So just having like, I don't know, f- five hours banging with your partner or whatever yeah. would not do the no. same thing. No, it's kind of like a, I mean, I'm definitely hyperactive and I find that just like the sheer numbers of a gangbang, I mean, there's a sweet spot to me, for me. I wouldn't say necessarily that bigger is better. What's the sweet spot? Are you talking about dicks again? I guess the definition of a gangbang, Merriam-Webster says that it's copulation by several partners in succession with the same partner. As distinct from an orgy. In succession or at the same time. My... My favorite configuration for gangbang, yeah, is people with dicks. I'd say a sweet spot for me is between like six and 10. The biggest gangbang I've had was with 17 guys, and this was kind of awkward. Wow. So Why? I, what I, I made it awkward? Because British. <laughs> 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 or it happened in London. A whole so other conversation. People were kind of like, after you, after you. And um, so it and was like being at the DMV, but just naked. And you know what? Yeah. British people love to queue up, so they'll probably yeah. be really polite. Mm-hmm. I ended up directing it, which I do, to be fair, often do anyway, but it was just a bit too much that time. But I'd say, yeah, between like six and 10 is my ideal. Ideally, if they're all in a sports team together, this is my favorite. Um, really? This they... is, that's not just a porn fantasy? No, it's happened. It's real. So, so actually, you know, if, I don't know, like some guy's soccer club, whatever, they're yeah. like, let's have a gangbang together. Well, I think you just have to meet like the right horny woman who just sort of talks you into it. But um, me and a friend of mine used to often go to Belgrade in pursuit of gangbangs <laughs> with Amazing. sports teams because I feel like everyone in Belgrade is on a sports team. That was my experience. Yeah, basketball, <laughs> basketball and soccer. So how many people are in a sports team? It's 11 for a football team. Unreal. Yeah, but I hot. feel like then they have like the rapport with each other. I like it when they're speaking a different language that I don't understand <laughs> as they're banging me. And yeah, I feel like there is a, there is a homoeroticism to gangbangs, which I think with sports teams takes on a really great kind of natural 
flow because they have seen each other naked they are like competing they are in this sort of kind of homoerotic space and then it's just like allowed seamlessly into the sexual space and they'll be like encouraging each other kind of competing with each other it just it just really works for me so i like i guess my ideal gangbang would be six to ten sports team familiarity with each other already, different language so they're comfortable and yes different language but they would not touch one another right they would still just I, be no. ideally yes what a segue um, <laughs> I, i'd love to know how how many soccer teams and Belgrade uh, basketball teams would love to get into it with each other? Oh, I did. Oh, sure. None of my, none of the Serbian gangbangs I had did people touch each other, I don't think. But it's still the homoerotic energy is there, you know, especially yeah. if they're both putting their dicks like in your mouth at the same time or their dicks are touching. Or even if it's this kind of like, even if they're kind of avoiding it, it's still, I just, it's very present. It just reminds me of this time of my very first, I mean, this is not a gangbang, but it was my first threesome with two guys and they were friends they were mates and you know we're having a laugh throughout and at one point one of the guys balls landed on the other guy's head and had a bit of a laugh about it and then they could laugh about it afterwards as well mm. so there is this kind of cute like the dicks may touch or the balls might touch each other and they're not going to lose yeah. their erection or like yeah be disturbed by it so imagine yeah. with like six to ten guys it's gonna it's, be some yeah. dick touching and some balls for sure and action. sometimes they're awkward about it sometimes it's unspoken Mm. One of my favorite experiences, which has actually started out as a bad experience, was I was getting, I was having a gangbang at my house. I think it was maybe like six guys and I was getting double vaginal penetration. So I was, I had two dicks in my vagina. I was sitting on one guy and then there was a guy sort of like coming from, from behind. That's yeah, hot. but in, in, in my vagina. And then I get off of this one guy, this Italian guy, and and then there's no condom on his dick. So I was like, oh shit, okay, the condom slipped off inside me, like it happens. So then I'm trying to fish it out and there's nothing there. And so I was just like, where is the condom? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, he definitely took it off. But then I was just to try to get him to admit it was like, oh, well, I guess we're gonna have to stop everything. I'm gonna have to go to the hospital because like this condom is just stuck inside me. Like, what am I gonna do? I mean, can, can you take me to the hospital? And then he admitted that he'd taken it off. And I was so pissed off. None of the other guys said anything. And I went into the bathroom and like kind of had to compose. Like I was going to cry, but I awful. sort of like, it was awful. But I kind of composed Yeah, myself. what a dick. I mean, incredible. Yeah. It's such a situation also. But then I was like, you know what? I've been looking forward to this gangbang for so long. Like he is not ruining this for me. So I came back and I was like, you know what? Lorenzo or whatever his name is. You think it's so easy just, you know, being here and getting banged by all these guys? These guys, you think you could do it? And he was like, oh, kind of stuttering. And I was like, look, you show me you can do it. You suck every dick here all the way, all the way to the base, or you get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> this is what dreams are made of for me. And then he was like, at first he was like, uh, like got really awkward. And then and then he was like, okay, I'll do it. Because I was genuinely so angry. So yeah. I ended up like pushing his head down and everyone's, and all the other guys, this is also what's nice about Berlin. Like all the other guys were just kind of like, okay. <laughs> What is this like short German opportunism? <laughs> I mean, it's all back to the consent thing, right? It's like just because you're there in the gangbang situation doesn't mean that he can just yeah. stick it in without a condom and then yeah. get away with it. You know, yeah. it's no, not under, and you've agreed for them to all to come and bang you under and, these conditions. Under these conditions, he, one guy fucked it up. He's yeah. gonna have to. He's gonna suck have to some pay. Dicks. He's gonna have to pay. Yeah. Loved it. But then I was like, then afterwards I wrote him, I was like, I'm never going to see you again. You're blocked. This was despicable. Like, it's assault. Mm -hmm. I did that for me, like, not for you. So, sorry yeah. that happened to you, babe. 
But I also loved it. But you really turned it around. No, such a great example of a successful revenge. (laughs) You're like, exactly. Like the reclaiming (laughs) of the whole situation. That's going to inspire. That's going to inspire a couple of listeners, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm inspired every day by this bitch. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I love story. So I had a quick question on the, because Mm. you said like, you know, you you love organizing them. You organized a couple of for for Effie and also for yourself. Dinner is full of very stiff rules for organizing gangbangs. One of them that you can, because, you know, find everywhere is like, communicate your, what your ideas for this gangbang. Do you want this to be like a Mm -hmm. worshipy gangbang or I'm going to, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm being used kind of gangbang. Mm -hmm. What are the rules? Are there safe words? Do you do this kind of explicit communication about the nature of the whole thing before? Often, yeah, especially if I'm organizing it for someone else, because I guess, and I think going back to what um, Frank was saying, was saying, like, I think some of the idea that, oh, it's this very degrading thing or whatever, for me, I never feel, and I've seen this also in other people who I've organized it for, that you, I never feel more powerful because in a way it's sort of like, yes, you can come and do all of these things, but because I have set the conditions on how that it, it, I don't know. I feel like it, there, there's there's this. I, I never feel so powerful as when I'm in a whether it's in a worshipy situation or this kind of degrading, more degrading vibe. But definitely, definitely, if I'm organizing it for someone else, I very much want them to feel like the center of attention. And even if I'm going to jump in later or like whatever, I will I will really exaggerate that element of them being at the center and so try to get a sense of what they really want whether it's like to be blindfolded to like you said to have more of this worshiping vibe to have a role play at the start of it whatever it is and then usually I will have the person who I've organized it for in another room uh, most of the time they've said they don't want to see who's coming right so, so then, as in being blindfolded or no 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 even if they're not going to be blindfolded at the start just like not not wanting to know before I see pictures just okay. like okay just should I share this one that you yeah nice yeah, yeah yeah but I just want to say that I would take them into the next room and give them like a debrief it very much also again with a sports analogy feels like a pep talk before a sports game where I'm like okay guys these are her rules these are her boundaries da 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 and then we kind of have like a hands in the middle and give them a debrief yeah oh wonderful yeah 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 yeah. so I would always have the person who's been banged arrive first go over stuff then brief the guys and then kind of like rev them up and send them in so um I was visiting Berlin and it was kind of like a post-covid celebration like finally we can travel across borders um i was coming from the from london and so she's organized a gangbang for me and again like she said i didn't have any idea who it was but l did ask me like what are my do's and don'ts what are my hard limits and what i don't like and what i do like and i think all i said was no i don't like to take anal like i don't like to receive god damn i like to give anyway that's a side note i don't like to receive anal and i didn't want my hair to be pulled i think there were the two stipulations and so we got there and i was wearing lingerie hiding in the bedroom and i could hear the guys coming in it was all good dicks i could hear the guys approaching i could hear them chatting and laughing and but the best part was that i couldn't hear I, I couldn't see them finally when they all arrived Elle put me in a blindfold and she put a, a leash, a collar and a leash on me and led me out into the living room, put a pillow on the floor and I knelt down with my eyes covered and my job was to suck each dick to count how many dicks there were in the room. So I did that and I think, I don't know if I moved or they moved towards me so I can count each cock and the last cock was the most interesting one because it was um, Elle's 
strap on. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say, including your cock, Al, I think there were seven or eight. Something like that. Something like no this. double sucking. What do you mean no double sucking? You made sure there was no one that came oh, and gave you the dick twice. Yeah, I could have been fooled and had someone run around. It was just too really. <laughs> someone didn't show up and you had, to, you had to make the magic number. <laughs> it was super nice. And I kept the blindfold on for a bit while I was just like sucking away. And then, yeah, I mean, it was all, all, all of the attention was on me. They had dicks everywhere. And then, yeah, we got on to, into it. And what I liked about that particular gangbang was Elle was there with her dick. But then there was like in between chatting and some of the guys were mm. chatting. At one point, um, I had to tap out for a break and then Elle came in, which I really loved because my stamina, I think, for these kind of things is less than yours. Would you agree, mm. Elle? There was one moment where there was this Cuban guy and then we just we discovered that we both liked dancing Cuban so salsa and then we were just salsering in the middle of the floor with no clothes on. Yeah. It was a really beautiful moment. So gangbang is not all just like, no. it was just really sensual and loving and had a bit of a laugh. And, and yeah, so it was really nice. And that was mm. one of the, that was a really, really beautiful gangbang yeah. that we organized. That's, that's quite mm. interesting that actually gangbang is not just about, you know, getting railed by, you know, seven <laughs> people in a row, but that could, <laughs> but it could actually be just this. You know, kind of like this planned group hangout where you have asked to be the center of attention beforehand because sometimes it's just nice to know everyone, you know, this is just going to be about you. Yeah. I think there's different vibes. Like, just like you said, there could be like a worshipy vibe or more of a like, I like I had one which was for my birthday. I was living in Prenzlauerberg and then I think it was five guys and a sub that I had at the time. And they all, I got them to all wear balaclavas and I didn't know at what point they would break into my, they had a key. Oh, one of them was my flatmate. Uh, (laughs) And the idea was that like, I didn't, I just went about my day. I didn't know at what point they would break into my house. And then, (laughs) and then they just, they break in, they grab me, they like take me and, fuck the shit out and the idea is that they are like from the other side of the hof so they always see me like fucking and being slutty and then they're like well now it's our turn <laughs> and it was so intense and at one point they were like one one of them was french and like very you know him the guy from paris oh yeah we yeah, went in london yeah beautiful yeah beautiful. and so he was like oh oh you want to call the police you want to <laughs> run away run away and then that was so terrifying because i i, I was just looking at them and i'm like okay i'm gonna sprint to the door but i know they're gonna catch me and then they were like dragging me back across the That's floor amazing it was so amazing so there's there like, was a full yeah. story like a full scenario this basically full that you story. agreed on before yeah and this one was like start to finish in that scene and then it was so funny because afterwards i some of them I knew and a couple of them I'd never seen before. And they took off the balaclavas and we're sitting around. And then one of them, uh, another Italian was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, who are you? And he was like, oh, my name's, I don't know, Stefano. And uh, I really do live in the building opposite you. (laughs) I've never seen you fucking, but I do live there. (laughs) It's like, oh, wow. Um, That's amazing. That kind of reminds me of something called C. And C, consensual non-consent. Consensual non-consent. Yeah, I guess this is very, this very much that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have this fantasy. And I think, I think you used to, we used to call it rape fantasy, but now it's like ravage, ravage fantasy. C&C. Yeah. C&C. And, but not a lot of people can actually fucking pull it off. 
It was great. So yeah, that's really exciting. Thank yeah. you for sharing that story. Cause damn. Yeah, but but who did you, did you have someone that you like completely trust that organized that for you? Yeah, your flatmate. Oh, yeah. Um, my flatmate and also this friend who flew in from France. So like I knew I was in very safe hands. Yeah, for sure. So there was definitely, and then my sub was there who was just like also in a balaclava, <laughs> just looking he so was just standing creepy. There, right? Cause he, he, yeah, he wouldn't fuck me, but he was just standing there like pumping lube, but just like, <laughs> like, like heighten the creepiness because he was like their sort of goon who was just like not fucking but just like and then there's another a group of guys who i do gangbangs with and they'll come over cook food you know them they're from like oh. mostly from like cameroon mm-hmm. um I have and they'll like cook food bring flowers play music like it really just feels like it's kind of a a, like, like a dinner a party Saturday night party but they all fuck me some more like one by one but sometimes two at a time one of them always gives me these amazing massages and it's maybe for like five or six hours so I'm getting fucked the whole time but they're like chatting having fun <laughs> calling their friends like I don't know and, and that's a completely different vibe but also like really really nice and I'm usually just like completely blissed out it's funny actually because that illustrates the spectrum of gangbangs because I would not have thought you know if you if you have like just pretty much one-on-one sex with a couple of people but over the course of oh. one evening that that would mm-hmm. so you know count as a gangbang but in, in, a, in a sense actually it does because it's in the you know yeah. it's part of one setting and actually I feel like if I wanted to be the active part of a gangbang that I would love to be that you know someone good just go about your evening you chat you drink you have a smoke and then from time to time yeah. you just fuck you know this is one yeah. of the many things yeah totally and it kind of works well if then there's one person who's in the center because it's I guess in an orgy there's just lots of different dynamics shooting around and then in this configuration it, everything's focused on one person so then it's like either people like with those guys they're either kind of fucking me or just chatting and dancing and then the dance I also feel like the kind of dancing flows back into the sex in Love a nice that. way I definitely think also for people wanting to be active in a gangbang I really appreciate people at gangbangs who aren't just fucking often there'll be someone who's just really chill likes to watch who is just like stroking my hair as I'm getting railed yeah and like I love these guys yeah I think it shouldn't just if even if you're not like oh I'm kind of curious about watching or I'm curious about being at a gangbang but I wouldn't be the you know I'm nervous about maybe I wouldn't get hard or whatever I think you can still if you're just kind of confident and give out a good energy you can still be a really nice part like a really vital part of a gangbang someone oh. who's pouring the drinks or providing the lube or, or putting down the towel yeah collecting holding the, the legs open like oh. I once I had this guy who was just pulling like literally just move it like almost like a when you have like a Thai massage and people move oh. your body in different directions he was just literally moving me Gosh. and I and then I could even relax my whole body because he was just oh. positioning God, me so in ways yeah are we having a gangbang when we come, <laughs> when I come to Berlin next. Misty, are you in? <laughs> I never had one, so I'd be very curious, actually. I wonder how many women would actually fantasize and think about this as something that for some people may have seemed like a bit of a taboo. I wonder how many people have it if they knew it's a safe environment or it's something because I know from being a guy who sleeps with couples people are also surprised when they meet a guy who's willing to do things with their male partner and who's into mm. it and it's, mm. it's almost like wow uh, we've been trying to meet someone like this we've been trying to do yeah. this so it's a fantasy that they haven't necessarily talked a lot about but once they have it they're like oh wow this is amazing and I wonder how many of those people would also be into say more guys or in a situation where they're even more mm. centre of attention with a gangbang with a woman at the centre with a bunch of guys it's the exact opposite of a woman 
doing things just to please one guy. Mm. It's all about them. It's all about yeah. them getting the pleasure from the others. So it's a complete contradiction of the cliche of women being there to serve male pleasure. Yeah. I, I think, sorry, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think a lot of women would love to be gangbanged for sure. But it's whether they've got a, part, a male partner or they've got multiple partners. Like I know I have a bunch of fuck buddies who when I would suggest the idea to them, like, hey, I'm thinking about organising a gangbang, would you be interested? They're never that keen because mm. either they, they don't want to fuck in front of other guys or having this kind of performance anxiety. Um, they're not keen to see me getting fucked by someone else. If, like, you know, there's, so, in fact, I think it's, it's more, in my opinion, more women would love to do it, but less guys would be willing. Think, what do you say? I think it's, yeah, I definitely think it's not for a lot of, like, a lot of guys that I, even in, like, sex parties or orgies would, like, I just know they're not gangbang. Like, they won't, wouldn't want to come to a gangbang. They're not gangbang material. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then sometimes I had a boyfriend, this German guy, you know him. Oh. And he was very, like, nervous about it. And then when he actually came, he loved it. And this was, like, his, yeah, he, he was more into that than, like, threesomes with women. What did you, what did you specifically love about it? I yeah. found it really hot. It was just, like, and maybe he'd watched it in porn. So it is, from the reading that I did, it was, it is a very highly searched, like, category on Pornhub. All of these statistics, it's one of the highest. Apparently, um, I read that just... Within last year, like the viewership on Pornhub's gangbang category grew by 88%. 88%. There wow. you go. Yeah. So it's, and apparently women. Trending. It's trending. Women are the driving force behind the yeah. popularity of their category, which makes complete sense to me. If a woman yeah. really likes to have penetrative sex and she, li- and she likes to get railed, a gangbang is ideal. Yeah. Particularly if there's, we were talking about, you know, in the Big Dicks episode about, you know, different size dicks and, you know, maintaining an erection and things like that. A gangbang is, is an ideal situation. You just know you're going to get railed. Someone can stop, move on. Yeah. Back and forth. It's not, because also for me, like dicks. I need, I don't know, to have that. Where, and it's not even, I think it's more sexual for me when I have a threesome with two guys. Because then, especially if they're in sync with each other, like guy, when I have that, it's erotic. Maybe. And a gangbang for me is really like athletic for me. I mean, it can be <laughs> a marathon. It's like a marathon. And it just, it's just like doing like hours of Mai Tai. Like it just gets, it just scratches that. And that's why I need to tap out because <laughs> um, you are very athletic and I'm very not. So we're a good team in that. Does it still qualify as a gangbang if there's two no. people getting yeah. banged? Yeah. If we're I tag so. teaming. I think if it's two. But we're tag team. Like one time you organized a gangbang for me and you were just having a bath yeah. while I was getting banged. And then you were like, let me know when you're done. And then when I had done, because the guy had accidentally oh. put his cock in my ass and I had to. Yeah, because he really out. like swings out. He, sw- he swung out too far. And so I had to come and knock on the door and say, I'm ready for you. Yeah. So I think it's still gangbang if I take in turn. What do you say? Even if it's two of you, it just depends on the ratio and right. how the energy is going. So like, I think even if it's like two people being banged and then 10 bangers like I would still say that's it now we get really into the concept I think that's right technical but I think I do think that sharp definition is for sure that threesomes are not gangbangs right you have to be plus plus than three people yeah 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 yeah. but then threesomes is also not an orgy yeah so anything four or more depending on the ratio and the type of sex you're having can be either a gangbang I this is like arguing about acronyms. I don't think yeah. we're going to resolve this one. But isn't isn't the, the link with it, someone is the centre of attention from a group of people? Because I know at some parties, 
there could be one person with five people just playing with them and doing things and that that kind of is a bit of a gangbang or I think even might extend to glory holes mm. there's something similar to gangbangs when you're saying that a threesome is more sexual for you does that mean it's actually more about the sexual pleasure like I don't know you would you would um. it's easy for you to orgasm if you have just have sex with two guys whereas in a gangbang it's not even about having orgasms It, it depends on the bang and the and the guys, but I think the gang. <laughs> yeah, the gang of guys. But I guess what I'm saying is that I feel there's even sometimes a more sexual play when it's for me when it's fewer people, and then it's you know if I'm thinking of like threesomes with two guys where it's where I'm getting double penetrated and I'm you know I'm looking into both of that. It's it's much I guess again if we're talking about the energy and the focus for me it's much more focused. Mm -hmm. And then gangbangs, I guess it could range because some gangbangs I think are really not, like when I was talking about the sports team and that being my ideal again, because I guess there's this coherence to everyone's vibe. I love a random gangbang where I go to a sex club in a city and just like will fuck anyone, you know, and that's a completely different energy. But I might fuck like, I don't know, then maybe even more like I don't know how many guys. Is that like if you're at a play party and then suddenly it turns to a gangbang because no. people waiting in line? Or I mean more like a sex, like a walk-in sex, like sleazy sex club where mm. people come. So there's going to be a higher guy ratio. And then even even when it's like, I don't know, some like old, I love, I love when I'm in, I'm not always in that mood, but when I'm in that mood, it just makes me feel like I'm this kind of goddess who's just giving to everyone. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, even like some really old dude and I, he'll come and fuck me for like a few minutes and then just be like, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And like, <laughs> you know, and I'll just be like, so generous. yeah. And like pat his hand, but I love that. It just makes me feel like I'm really this kind of font of sexual energy that I, that I find mm -hmm. also like really beautiful in its own way and some days I would be like don't touch me <laughs> I'm not in that mood but when I am I really like just like when I moved to Berlin I used to just like ride my bike to some skeezy sex club and just yeah go and like fuck for hours and then go home and be like oh it's really nice that was a nice afternoon <laughs> but like yeah. do, but do you always do you also sometimes have like kind of the nasty sexist fantasy about yourself where it's like I, you know I just like to be this this cheap whatever like this cheap slut. person who's just being slut that is being used completely objectified and I love the fact that you know these people are barely looking at me barely talking at me fucking me that way does that also come up? I mean definitely in that like I like that I like the objectification like I like being like a t I like being completely objectified but in my experience and even in these gangbangs and these that I'm talking about people men just end up looking at you with like such wonder admiration and admiration and like but i think that that in a way they go hand in hand i guess for me is what i'm saying so it's like adoration is the opposite side of the degradation when you are being this total slut and totally degraded mm. that also generates this kind of pure admiration Probably and i think Britain. seeing those things come together in one rather than as we've always been taught as women that those are You're either a you're either extremes. a whore or Am an I, angel, yeah. And you realize you can be like both of those things so powerfully, so viscerally at once. Like that, I think, is really the potential of God. And what I've seen, like other women as well, like in being the potential, oh, the I'm spiritual like, potential. I love the way you describe <laughs> that. Proselytizing. I just love the way you describe that because it probably is a breath of fresh air for someone to to be slutty, to act slutty. And also for someone to see someone acting and being slutty. Because it's so lovely. It's so nice. Well, we're so uptight. Mm. Walking around with poles up our asses half the time. Like, so to be in a position where you can just 
let go and and see someone being uh, letting themselves go is super refreshing and nice. I, for one, am an advocate for gangbangs. Mm. <laughs> I do have to say, I, I I see them rarely at sex parties. I feel like it's a mo- there you have more people pushing for if there's group action, it's more orgy like. And mm. I find, I mean, I don't want to say in general, but I found myself a lot of the time the orgies were overrated in the sense that I just found it extremely distracting didn't know where to put mm. my you know my attention felt that I you know couldn't really focus on my pleasure at all because it, mm. it was just too much going on yeah I relate to that so that I can actually imagine that gangplay is actually nicely focused in that sense yeah and well it's a different scene isn't it but you could have yeah there's different guys parties. you could yeah well, like, I've, seen group, I've seen groups concentrating yeah. on one person. Since it's usually, yeah, a woman with a group of men, say men or women or, mm. or whatever, playing with one person and just all penetrating them, doing different things to them at the same time. If you just go on fat life, gangbangs are usually more privately organised. You wouldn't, yeah. like, yeah. go to a sex mm. club or sex party or something mm. like this and find a gangbang there. It's more mm. organised, right? No, I think there's the organized private ones, but yeah. then what I was talking about also like, you know, these clubs in Berlin, like Insomnia or oh. Avarice, they'll all have a gangbang night where like oh, men, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. That, those are the ones where I'm saying where I would go and just really be like, I'm going to fuck anyone. Should we do uh, a, a crude <laughs> field trip to Insomnia? I'd love that. <laughs> just on the gangbang nights. I think there's a, there's an exact. Like, but I don't, don't expect research. like, don't expect lots of like, hotties. No, mm. you might find some, but but it's, mm. it's very mixed and you'll get a lot of solo wankers. So oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> be prepared for that. I don't know. Even though um, I like, do you like that when you have gangbangs to also have the, just the old one who's just watching and then oh, at some for point. Sure. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 That's what I was gang thinking. Gang. It's actually yeah, one of then the- all of the energy is just going into, you know, into you, like all the wanking, all the fucking. And then that's why I said also like, even just people standing and watching or, there was, I organized one for a friend um, a little while ago and I have this like, uh, it's like a confessional booth, but it has an upside down satanic cross. <laughs> and there was this beautiful man, like super tall, muscular, like young guy. Um, and I don't think he'd been to a gangway before. He was a bit nervous and he just like sat watching everything, but like sitting on this confessional, like few thing. <laughs> and he just looked and you could see him in the mirror and both my, me and my friend who, who I organized it for, we were like, that was one of the best things. Just seeing this like chiseled muscular, like stunning mm. man sitting, sitting there watching was so hot. So yeah, yeah, I think you can I think a solo watch. wanker is crucial to the gangbang. Oh yeah. <laughs> scenario. Like, you want to see someone, not only are they jerking off because they're stimulated by this scenario, but they're also getting ready to fuck you. They're making sure yeah. their dick stays hard. They're fluffing mm. themselves. They're fluffing themselves up so fucking lately. Yeah. This is amazing. So it seems that gangbangs are all inclusive. We've got space for a loop guy. We've got space mm-hmm. for the solo wanker. Yeah. There's no vibe check here. You don't have to give the rules. I will say you need a core of you know guys who can fuck and so i would make sure that i have i'm like okay you know even if it's like three or four guys who just who just can really really fuck like you do i'm not going to say everyone can be so how do you feel if you're out and about and then you find a guy that can fuck would you and how would you go about inviting him into the gangbang group like how do you know that they would be interested in it? and do you hope that they are interested in it i think i would just ask but some some people i would just know like this would be way too much for them or yeah you know depending on what you've talked about or the vibe that they have i guess you just kind of be like okay and then if someone's like oh i'll try it i'm not sure that's fine 
but then I would just make sure, okay, that this guy's an unknown. So I'm going to make sure I have like three guys who I know mm-hmm. from the A team. You know, I have like sort of a A team, B team. A team, B team. <laughs> did, you, did you ever have like a situation where something went wrong beside the story you were telling at the beginning where then the other guys jumped in or were like, oh, dude, like what are you doing or whatever? She didn't agree to doing that or paying attention to you and making sure that your preferences are realized mm-hmm. or rules kind of respected. Like any horror stories? I guess I've just kind of always known that like, oh, these guys are sort of, you know, and I, and I think even in that situation with the Italian guy, they would have, if I'd have said I need to get him out, they would have totally backed me up. I think yeah. everyone was just kind of like awkward, not knowing what to say. And I was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to handle this myself. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, there's a guy who I like to go to the, if I do have these, um, a couple guys who I know are really into gangbangs who I would take if they're free to go, if I want to have like a sleazy club gangbang. And I know that they will just stand next to me, make sure all the guys have condoms. Otherwise I can do it myself. I can be checking all the time with my hands. But it's nice to have. But it's nice to have yeah. someone who is briefing it. You know, like kind of just being there. That's also nice. Yeah. And you can also kind of your gangbang best friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that uh, would be someone normally that you bring with you to the party, or someone that you meet at the party and be like, okay, listen, bring you- bring with me to the party. Yeah, the, okay. the two guys I'm thinking of are like old friends, and yeah, they're so sweet. They would whisper in my ear something like, "Do, do you need me to get more guys for you?" Like, <laughs> you know, guys who are into gangbangs are so into it, and they just want to give you everything, and like, I kind of feel like I am one of those guys (laughs) (laughs) you're part of the team because I get like that for people as well like I have a friend who really likes to get dick down and oh yeah I just am like compelled to constantly bring her dick (laughs) but I feel like that's joy as well such a provider actually that Frank I want to ask you real quick sorry have you ever been part of a gangbang no no I've never and would you like to I've never no. I've never. It's not. Well, it's you funny. Like to organize one for you? It's funny. No, because I know. I know you guys are into them, and I've I've thought about it, but it's it's just it's not something I'm into. I don't that homo erotic vibe that you got off straight guys is a vibe that I don't like. It, like I don't like I don't like threesomes or group stuff with very straight guys. Mm. I just does it is a different vibe for a for a man who doesn't feel like that. It's a very different vibe to be with these people. It can be quite awkward. Technically it can be quite awkward to do things. I don't know. I just I think the gangbang thing isn't something I don't think it's something I'd be into unless it was getting gangbanged. Exactly. I think I would. I think, yeah, I've had some fantasies before about it. I remember I talked to you, Al, about doing this before, maybe doing Mm. a glory hole, because there's not many Mm. glory hole porns Mm. with. Uh, a man, a woman in the oh, yeah. in the glory hole itself. It's it's either it's either all guys or a woman yeah. with guys. But an actual couple in the glory hole was. Remember yeah. we were talking about that with the, yeah, yeah, the magic yeah. box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it in the works? It's in <laughs> the magic box is in that. the works. <laughs> Come back to the CD side because there was something uh, we were talking about recently about nasty spaces and nasty things. Uh, I remember the story. Uh, a couple of years ago, a, a guy wrote to me out of the blue on a very seedy German sex dating app. Turned out he was one of the dads in our kindergarten, which was terrifying because it's a very small kindergarten and none of the parents in the kindergarten, I was not interested in them at all. And he wrote to me and he didn't send a picture and I couldn't think which guy it was. So I met him for a coffee and his marriage had just fallen apart. He'd he'd been talking to his wife for years about... (coughs) let's open things up and let's go clubbing again you know let's recapture some of our youth because the kids are getting older so they went clubbing a few times and she refused for two years she said no we're not opening the relationship up you're the only man I've ever had sex with 
you're the only person I ever want to have sex with. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And he pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. So they got on the website eventually and they had a threesome. And she went within days of having this threesome to going to clubs, not even the insomnias in the other clubs, going to these really seedy clubs in industrial mm. estates in parts of Berlin and mm. having 12, 14 guys either fuck her or come on her. I'm so and, happy for her. And the guy was sitting there really almost jealous. crying in the cafe saying, and this was at 10 o'clock on a, on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> so she, 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 she you know, this wasn't a Saturday that. night. She went from, please don't do this. We do not want to open this up to saying, do you know what? Fuck you, dude. Wow. I'm just going to yeah. let go. And she let go but, in the most amazing, profound wow. way. And but maybe that's also why she didn't want to open it oh, up. For sure. She knew. She knew. She knew. If she opened it up, like she yeah. knew what was, you know, there was this damn. So, in some ways, I'm very glad she did it. And I didn't really feel sorry for him because he, he had been talking about how much he pushed it. But when she went to there, he wasn't accommodating at all. He was like, this is yeah. too far. This is too much. I was like, listen, man, you, you opened yeah. the wrong door there. Yeah. I I hope she's still enjoying it. I haven't seen them in years. One of my biggest uh, gangbang fantasies is a very common one, I, I guess, is, you know, I'd love to, if, if like just many, many men would come inside me or all oh, over me, hmm. but also inside me, one after the other. I just imagine, like, how difficult is it to organize that from the, you know, safety wise? Well, I think people do that for porn it's shoots, right? Thing. So you, yes, you could all get tested. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, like I was thinking about doing a gangbang porn. I might still do it, but I might not. Then, you know, you would all get tested a certain amount of time before. And yeah, these are, these are say, I don't know, it's, it's not my like area of expertise, but you can definitely look at what the guidelines are for if you're shooting a gangbang porn and how you would go about that. Right, because but like, people do do it and like have very low, you know, you could easily get... 10 guys to do that in Berlin because also like guys would love to do that without a condom would love to mm. come and be like oh here here's my certificate I've had so many requests for stuff like that so I think Quite doing amazing. that is like not an issue Quite amazing I had no idea about the Quite certificate <laughs> well I mean you would you know you'd go and get a sexual health test and then show but and then, I, I don't know I think you could definitely find guidelines and like safe practices for this yeah, okay. Um, which wouldn't be 100% probably, but like people do it. I mean, you could also go on prep for a few months if that was something that really concerned you too. I don't think that would be like recommended because mm. it's probably not even seen as high risk enough, but that's also something you could do. Okay, okay, yeah. I haven't, I've never even considered doing it actually because I've just heard it from the gay community. And well, this is what the Queer website is, uh, the Queer podcast is all about. Inspiring people. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, just to think about it from a, a bit of a, like, theoretical angle, this thing of we often assume, and I'm one of the first gangbang situations I had was actually when I was with a guy, and then I went home with him, and he turned out to be living with, like, four or five other male models. Um, <laughs> they were all so hot. And I fucked him, and then his friend came in, and started touching me and I was like oh my god he's gonna come back and be furious because I just thought men get jealous of each other mm -hmm. and then the friend was just like oh cool yeah hot and then I fucked them all dream um so this was my and what it was a lovely really surprise. groundbreaking yeah for me 
And when I was reading, there was these studies about sperm competition with men. And actually research shows that that men are more aroused when they think their partners or prospective partners are sleeping with other men. That this causes a spike in hormones. So that can sometimes, if it's channeled one way, cause this kind of jealousy because your hormones are spiking. But then in another, if, if viewed in a different way, it can just make you very aroused. So maybe there's this hormonal reason behind why some guys are that is very interesting right yeah but what do you think Um, that is like what psychological mechanism is it that if you think of your partner as just being this i don't know promiscuous person that specifically would turn you on what did you call it sperm competition sperm competition yeah because then maybe you're like oh i need to put my sperm in so they can compete with this other sperm Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but it could go back to the days when like you know when in the village a woman would get pregnant and no one really knew who the father was Mm. So that that would be everyone would help to be village parents, you know, all together. The baby yeah. comes from that, well, I think, where, and they would hope that the baby would come out looking yeah. a bit more like them. Are there well, actually thinking, human societies who practice that? Not just, yeah, back in the day, but right well, now, I think if it was the kind of model, I think the most sort of likely model of like a matri- more matriarchal society or even in some hunter-gatherer societies today and there's definitely some rice cult like cultures in china because i said rice because i remember this from like evolution <laughs> yeah, I was and it was actually. all about right they were basically rice cultivation where women were doing a majority of the work and women would be basically living and raising a family with their brother and then they would have these walking marriages so there would be like nights where men would come in and they'd fuck and paternity wasn't important Mm-hmm. So it was more the structure went through the mother's line and then the mother and brother would be raising kids mm-hmm. or brothers. And then who the men would just be kind of like impregnating whoever. That wasn't the kind of way that the family line was determined. God, but it's so goes, interesting. It just shows you how random our system is and totally yeah. not obvious. And it goes against a lot of, because you sort of think, this was also, I think I mentioned last episode, this this book, which I highly recommend if anyone's into biology. It's called by Lucy Cook and it's called Bitch. Something like a, a revolutionary guide to gender and, and mm-hmm. sex. And it's all about this gendered approach to evolution and biology. So how we're taught that men want to spread their seed because they have all this sperm and women are really choosy about who they mate with because they have limited eggs. And her research looks at how this sexist bias has basically been baked into evolutionary biology and then applied all of these Victorian ideas from Darwin's time about natural selection came from kind of women being like meek and men being the driving force yeah. evolution have just been applied to all animals, including humans. And so that basically like Darwin's main book, The Descent of Man, casts women in the role of the Victorian housewife. What I really love about the book is that she talks to a lot of biologists now who are like doing stuff like a lot of the time female reproductive organs in animals weren't weren't studied at all. Yeah. So she so they, she talks she goes and she talks to a lot of scientists who are doing this work. So it's very interesting. And there's a lot of examples of of females being like super slutty uh, mm. all across the animal kingdom. And aggressive and like, too. I think I've heard yeah. a podcast with her where she is like talking about hyenas and how female hyenas are basically they uh, take all the boxes of stereotypical masculine properties Mm. and being super aggressive super bossy super predatory really they have like huge clitorises that they fuck each other with exactly (laughs) Um, yeah there's loads of I think lionesses also they mate hundreds of times with different mates when they're ovulating and it's actually an evolutionary advantage to confuse paternity because then the lions would be less likely to kill the cubs because it might be their cubs yeah, whereas well, this if it's is, another yeah. so yeah this whole idea of like 
males needing to know paternity really annoying we should all just get it's also quite new (laughs) (laughs) let's just going back to the last episode let's just sterilize ourselves and gang bang this is the future (laughs) i'm here for that 110 (laughs) percent It kind of leads me to one question because I was thinking of if there's any gangbang fantasies that you are kind of unsure if you want to act, you know, act them out. I, th- I think most of my porn research um, includes some form of gangbangs, normally with tons of granddads, really. There's also, there's like a couple of porns that's kind of, for me, at the border of what I can watch in like oscillating between like deep arousal and disgust are these like family incest gangbangs. Mm. Where you have like, you know, basically intergenerational, mm. <laughs> intergenerational gangbangs. I did fuck a dad and his son once. Oh <laughs> my god, that um, has been literally my fantasy for so long. Oh that my god, a dad is gathering his dad and his son and all the male oh, parts of the family, and I then a couple of yeah. neighbors and friends can join too if they want to. Oh, I love that. Well, there yeah. Back to the village, the village mentality. <laughs> Reclaim the matriarchy and just have massive intergenerational. With all the men. And nobody knows who's siring the next generation. Yeah. Ideal. It's yeah. an ideal situation. But I, I imagine it'll be quite hard to get it to get like you know, a lot of people talk about, oh, I fucked her her and her mother and her sister, you know. That's kind of a fantasy. But I think I haven't heard much about the dad and granddad. Um, <laughs> and I can imagine it's hard to come about to, to find I'm sure yeah. it I could it just fell into my lap and I couldn't believe it so lucky how did that um, happen well it was two guys from Brazil who I was in an event with it was actually the uncle was there as well and so the uncle I'd had sex with him and his nephew already oh, that, and that had happened amazing. before that had happened before and I guess they were all talking amongst themselves because then the uncle the, oh yeah so the uncle and the nephew were there and the dad and then the dad was being kind of pervy with me in this in this event and sort of you know like uh, and then and then I was driving um on my bike with the son to, to lunch and I said like hey have you and your dad ever fucked someone together because he was being like really suggestive with me and then the son just said to me no tonight will be the first time presumptuous <laughs> <laughs> much yeah. and I just like my hands like clenched on the handlebar I was like oh my god I cannot crash now I cannot die I cannot die before this happens <laughs> and then so we went to the second part of this event and then went home and um, it was just incredible and I was I had like two rooms in my like a living room and bedroom and in the beginning the father and the son were always like in different rooms and I was being like come you know uh, and they were being really shy, so they would just trade places. So like Reviews. the son would fuck Basically me, and then the, the nest dad. model. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> but then eventually they got comfortable, and I was like spit roasted between father and son. It was so beautiful, and I also felt like you know the dad was older; he didn't have as much stamina, but he was sort of like yeah, like kind of nodding at his son. It just felt like this really beautiful, like intergenerational <laughs> so kind of handover. Dreamy. And I was also being really parvy about it, and being like like looking at the son and being like when I was fucking the dad and being like. Like, this is how you were made. <laughs> <laughs> or like to the son, like, come on, like show your dad how you do it. So oh my being, god. I was being really uh, really nasty, but I loved it. Dreamy. I'm yeah. very happy for you. Right. I remember right. when you called me to tell me about it, I was just Yeah, it was really, really <laughs> like honestly one of the highlights of my life. Oh now you need to <laughs> 
I found a good quote from Annabelle Chong, who famously was in a movie in the 90s about gangbangs, mm. when she was asked about her role in the film, or said, uh, we're not wilting violets, we're not victims, for Christ's sake. Female sexuality is as aggressive as male sexuality. I wanted mm. to take on the role of the stud. The more partners, the better. So the idea is she's just, you know, she was turning the tables and all the cliches and the porn which she's seen before, how she'd experienced it. How many people in this gangbang? It was billed as 300. 300? But then then I think it didn't end up being that. And it was like the stage, I think, was like a Roman because it was alluding to this famous Roman empress who had a lot of gangbangs, but she didn't get paid for it. I I mean, I have, and then there was a documentary made, which I haven't seen, which also seems sketchy. And then she, I don't know. I think the documentary was made by her partner and they had a falling out on it. I think she was paid something. There's a, yeah, there's a whole sort of, the whole mystery behind it. She herself, her, she was born Grace uh, Quick. She's actually a fascinating biography there and she has spoken about parts of it as well later. I think she now works as a computer programmer. She completely mm. left the industry. But this film was the first time, I think, that the word had been used in porn context and taken mm. out of more negative context. So I there's a whole... We, I think we could do a whole episode on this woman. She really sounds... Uh, she sounds I amazing. Her. I love her saying, I wanted to play the role of the stud. It's just like, yeah, it's so true. It's like, it's so gendered, like... Men are seen as, you know, being the aggressive ones and a woman coming in and, and taking that role. It's like really challenging. Well, stud, stud's a positive word. Stud yeah, is a positive word, whereas slut until quite recently mm. was entirely negative. And they are, mm. they are cinema. One is the male version and the female version. Of the, it's, it's the same thing, basically. But mm. one is very positive and one is very negative in each context. So I think it's also important to kind of emphasise the nastier bits of reenacting patriarchal structures and sex can also be quite hard for some that you are you know you do want to be the cheap mattress you do want to be used and talked about and cheap mattress (laughs) (laughs) fantastic (laughs) that that cheap nasty mattress (laughs) stained bed bugs it's a very German, German oh, countryside kind of expression yeah. but like I, I do love watching the point we have seen these nasty old guys who yeah, you know, just come come together in a room and you know chatting about whether they took enough pills and then some of them are just like <laughs> lazily touching the tits because this is all they can do whilst mm-hmm. one is trying to get it hard enough to you know to, f- to fuck her and you have a c- very clear patriarchal hierarchy but in that in that in that room of fantasy I mean that should definitely be okay I mean, I'm very aware that we talked very much about gangbangs with just guys with dicks and that yeah mm. but I mean that's what the episode was about we can do future episodes about more yeah more LGBT inclusive material but today, yeah. thank you so much Al I mean you know if you're interested in a gangbang get someone to, to organize it for you. With you have someone it's there okay. to hold your hand I'm looking for like, a gift for my mother whose <laughs> birthday uh, communication um yeah, but I think also, like, if you have someone there you know, then it's, like, you know, makes you feel safe, that's good. If you're, like, a guy or anyone wanting to be, like, an active banger, don't feel, you know, like, you necessarily need to be. And also, like, if you are at a gangbang, don't just try to be putting your dick in the person's mouth all the time. This is a pet peeve of mine. Like, it's okay to sit back, yeah, you know? It's you okay to watch. Not don't just be like, oh, I need to, I need to always get in. So like, it's okay to solo wank in that in this. Yeah, scene. so in this episode, solo <laughs> wanking is encouraged. Um, <laughs> yeah, weird. These are really big messages, but yeah. yeah.
Um, <laughs> gang bangs can take many forms. Mm. Actually, we did not talk. I mean, like, I don't want to open another box now, but we didn't talk about cultural differences with, you know, gang bangs because I did mention the, the Japanese gang bangs where I feel like you've just a number of guys with tiny hands who touch you mm. softly at least that's the way it's depicted and it's much less Important. about about getting railed and heart fucking for hours it's much more about soft play mm. oh I love that. boring <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it's really not for me <laughs> I guess if you're organizing a game then soft play doesn't come into it but you could of course you could it's just I think for, for you me, and I for yeah you. for me it's yeah. really like to run like, fucking. it's also like I have a lot of I think I have so many situations in my life where I'm the one fucking, where I'm the one doming, where I'm, the, and it's like the gangbangs are this one space where I can just like, be I mean, mattress. I can be that <laughs> yes, stinky mattress. So on that, oh. on that note, if you want to be the cheap mattress, if you want to be the lube guy, whatever you want, but if you definitely want to be center of attention with a lot of loving, caring people, or you just want them to come in your face, Gangbangs are okay. You've been listening to Cruise. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. You've just been listening to Crude. If you'd like to join the conversation, follow us on Insta. Crude underscore podcast. C-R-U-D-E underscore podcast. Or email us on crude.berlin at gmail.com. <laughs>